here on The Word with G. Joining us next, good friend of mine and the head baseball coach for the Chattanooga State Tigers baseball program. Tiger Thursday here on The Word with G. Final one, unfortunately, Greg Dennis joins us now, the head baseball coach of Chattanooga State. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Good to be with you. Wait, hold on. I, I didn't have you on there. I didn't have your program button on. I apologize. That's on me. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. It's good to be with you again. Yes. Final <laughs> final time for the season, unfortunately. We were hoping we were going to have at least uh, one or two more chats here as the season uh, progressed. But unfortunately, the season ended on Saturday in which you guys uh, fell to Motlow State the day before uh, in a three-game set. You guys lost that game 13-7. to Close game, and then the game on Saturday, six to three. Let's go back and start with Friday's game. This was a game that was obviously very close, very back and forth. Uh, Kobe Robinson started, who's been probably your best starter this year, and he really didn't have his good stuff, uh, but was able to keep you guys in it till late. And then in the bullpen, uh, that just things didn't happen well there, and ended up giving up eight runs over the last two innings. Yeah, and we did, and I mean that's that's in a nutshell, kind of how it played out. But we just, uh, you know, we, we did a good job of climbing back into the game and tying it at 5-5 five, five and, and had a couple innings that we could have, we had guys on base. And we just, uh, you know, credit to Montlow. They did a good job of not allowing us the, the big hit. And, uh, uh, you know, when, when it comes down to, to little things like that, as we know it does, it's whichever team finds a way to, to execute it, and, and we just did, and then they did, and, and like I said, hats off to them. They they did a good job when they had to. So when it comes to Kobe Robinson, how how was he a little bit off? I know he didn't, his strikeout numbers weren't up, but he didn't walk a lot of guys. What was uh, what was a little off with with Kobe on Friday? Well, yeah, you know, I don't know that there was necessarily anything off. In my opinion, I think he's a victim of. I mean, he threw against those guys three or four times. Yeah, and. I, I just, you know, at our level, most of the time, our our guys don't face the same team that many times. And it's not like pro ball where you might do that. And I think I think he threw okay, but I think it was maybe he was at his B-plus, A-minus game, and they were really familiar with him and took advantage of, you know, some, uh, some opportunities. But... I mean, he didn't throw badly. I, I mean, I didn't think his stuff was was good. It just, I just think when you play somebody that many times, and we knew that going into the season, that's going to be a challenge. I mean, for the hitters and for the pitchers. Yeah, it certainly is. Again, Greg Dennis, our guest here on the Word with G, talking Chattanooga State baseball here on the Word with G, and Game Two. Let's talk. You guys lost six to three, but let's talk about the starter, Cam Hansen, because. I know he's probably faced Motlow a bunch also, but I can almost say with certainty from watching him, he was not as sharp as we had seen Cam, seen Cam, Cam Hansen this season. His breaking ball didn't seem to have the same bite. He couldn't locate it as well as he wanted to. He only went four innings, and he battled, man, and that's what you love to see out of Cam. He, he, he didn't have his great stuff, but he only went four innings but didn't allow any runs. Yeah, that, and you're right. I mean, it, but that's... Really, the last two outings, that was the way Cam was. It just, uh, I don't know, you know, that last outing against Walters when he struck out 16, I don't know if that took a lot out of him, but his next two outings were less than what he usually was. And maybe maybe it did, or maybe he just kind of hit the wall a little bit and got a little dead arm, but he said he felt great. And you're right, uh, his stuff wasn't as 
good, as sharp, as crisp, but he competed his rear end off and kept getting out of innings, but we just felt like if we extended him much more, uh, we were just kind of, you know, spending good money after bad. We mm-hmm. were asking him to, to do more than really what he was capable of. And, and Lo- Ryan Lopez came in and threw well. And, and, you know, oh, he things. was great. He had yeah. a lot of confidence on the mound out there, too. He was pitching with a lot of swagger, and that's the best I've seen him throw all year. And obviously, I've only seen a, a handful of games. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, he was, and, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, we got we got that lead, and we're kind of hanging on there and hoping he was going to be able to finish things out. And then, uh, you know, I think kind of similar to the Walters game early in the year when he came in to close behind Kobe, it, uh, you know, he maybe changed a little bit of his, his approach and uh, what he was doing. And then all of a sudden that, you know, he went six out of seven balls in a row and we were like, man, we can't just sit here and wait for this yeah. thing to, to, to spin. And so we, you know, we got on the merry-go-round and started putting and it just didn't, we didn't push the right button. Yeah, that certainly happens. But I want to, I want to backtrack first for a, qu- a quick second before Ryan Lobis came in, there was something that really, was unique and interesting that it had happened, and obviously not. it was unfortunate that it happened, but I've never seen it happen in a game, and you've been around this game much longer than I have. Um, have you ever seen uh, an umpire get a concussion like that? And, and literally, he was he was staggered because it was a hit-by-pitch off of one of your batter's helmets and then hit the catcher's glove and then hit the umpire in the side of the head, and you could tell he was a little stunned, but then stayed in, called a couple of pitches, and then kind of had his hands on his on his knees and his head down like he wasn't right and the field umpire called him out and and they had the trainer look at him and, and they took him out of the game. Have you ever seen anything like that? I mean, we had like an hour delay in between that. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've seen an umpire have to leave like that uh, a couple times, uh, not necessarily for concussion, but for being hit or something. Or maybe I've seen a guy actually hurt his knee and have to leave. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it was really uh, obviously very odd. He was out of it. I mean, I came in the conference room in here, and he—I mean, he couldn't even remember the the last batter. Or two. Oh wow! Yeah, no, he was out of it, and uh, we, uh, you know, fortunately there was uh, Mark Thacker was with, was in, in the area that lives here in East Ridge, and he was leaving work and able to go and grab his stuff and get back over here. It was only an hour, but uh, I mean, something like that certainly is. Uh, it's it's like a rain delay. It kind of throws a little, uh, you know, a kind of a little uh, tilt on everything. And I think I don't think that affected us negatively one way or the other. To be honest, I, uh, you know, I just uh, I, I think it kind of threw a pause. I give it I give credit to the Motlow pitcher. He did a great job of being able to rest and then come back after an hour and jump back in and throw. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I, I was shocked, and all of us up in the booth were shocked that that Matthew Meadows continued on there after that hour delay. Well, and he's coming off of arm problems and has had, I think he's had TJ, and I, I was too, but he was gung-ho. I mean, I, I know I heard him talking over there when we broke, and so uh, I, I, I think he just said, no, I'm you know, I'm throwing well, I'm not coming out. And so, uh, you know, kudos to him for being able to, hopefully he recovers all right, you know, uh, as they go to the next round here starting this weekend, he's still able to throw okay. Yeah, for sure. Again, Greg Dennis, our guest here on The Word with G-Head Softball, baseball coach of Chattanooga State. 
Now let's talk a little bit about uh, y- your offense and uh, what you thought out of those guys because they had some opportunities again in this game but really could never fully break out. But again, you guys did just enough to where your pitching was pretty good. Ryan Lobus again held them down. That You guys got a couple insurance runs at the end of the game there and you started to feel good. Okay, like we got a 3 nothing lead. We just got to close it out here one more inning. And they did some nice things late in that game to just scratch a couple of runs across instead of sitting there with just that one nothing lead. I thought it was great of your offense to at least get two of those late runs in a game that you figured would be close, that that was going to be super important to have that 3 nothing lead instead of the one nothing lead. Yeah, we did. And, I mean, it just, uh, you know, uh, we, we left a lot of meat on the bone both games offensively. And uh, – uh, like I told you last week before we played them, we, we just have struggled with them. They've done a good job of, uh, of making pitches in, in particular situations and creating doubt in, in us at the plate. And uh, uh, they did what you're supposed to do. They lessened the damage. You know, yeah, we got a couple runs, but it, they kept it to where they were close enough to where even in the ninth they were like, hey, we get a couple guys on. We got a chance here. And you know we needed to to kind of sprint away from them some, and yeah. they uh, they just didn't let us do it, and uh, it ended up being you know in their favor that that they didn't. It paid off for them. Let's go back and let's talk about your season as a whole. Obviously, you guys didn't get as far as you would would have liked to, but you went twenty nine and fourteen overall, fifteen and thirteen in the conference. You guys hit three twelve as a, as a team. You you played forty three games this year. You had 31 home runs. You were 19-7 and seven at home. When you look back on this season, how do you view it and how do you quantify it as a whole? What do you, what do you most think about when you look back on this season? Well, I think, I, I think about missed opportunity. I mean, because we really had a talented group, and, uh, and they did some things really, really well. And I think when we played to, to our capability, I think we showed we could be a, a real problem for people. Uh, you know, I, I just think at times we sputtered some and, uh, you know, I think it was kind of a, a whole group deal. I don't think it was the players, coaches. I think all of us kind of at times, we just kind of misstep a little bit and tried to figure out what was, what, what buttons to push, Mm -hmm. but, uh, they were a good group and they worked hard. And I think, uh, from a talent standpoint, I would take that talent every year, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I, I just hate that we didn't really maximize it to the fullest extent of what we were capable of because I think we were uh, we were definitely a uh, a very talented team. No doubt. When you look back and and you've got some some really yet some really good players on this team and some guys who had some 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 good years. In your mind, who would be an MVP or two of your season this year? Uh, and 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 when you look back, also give me a guy or two that was a bit of a surprise. They were like, wow, like I didn't think this guy would perform the way that he did, and he actually outperformed some of our expectations. Well, I think probably if I said MVP, it would probably be Lyndon Weaver. I think he kind of drove us. Uh, he, uh, for the better part of the whole year, was pretty consistent at being right in the middle of things, especially when things were good. I mean, Eddie Statisky ended up having a really good year, and it's just a you know, as a super team player and, and, and you know, is, is, uh, was a big part of it. But I think Lyndon probably was, I, I think, uh, probably surprise-wise from an offensive standpoint, Jared Emery had uh, had a really good year. And we, going into the spring, he was really not even a frontline guy uh, from, from our standpoint, at least initially thinking. And he took advantage of some opportunity and did really, really well. Uh, on the on the mound, I think Will Shelton uh, 
came and, and really stepped up from last year to this year and was a, was a very pleasant surprise. And, uh, you know, certainly I think uh, both Cam and Kobe, I mean, uh, I think they both at times were certainly the best the best pitchers, and, and I think we had as good a one-two as anybody had in the conference. Greg Dennis again hanging with us here on the Word of G Talking at Chat State Baseball. Now, I know there are some guys, I was talking to Connor and I was talking to Brian up in the uh, press box on Saturday about some of the guys that were, were going to be going on to the next level and playing you know, um, at different places next year. If you could, tell us some of the guys that are going to be playing in different places next year that are on your team and where they're going to be playing if you can. Yeah, we've got we've got a, a, a number that are are being you know are, are neck deep in it right now. But uh, Cam Hansen is committed to Charlotte University, of North Carolina, Charlotte, nice. and Ryan Lobus is going to Mercer. He's committed there. Uh, Kobe actually right now is up in the uh, Padres. Uh, oh, they're. <laughs> evaluation camp or whatever they all the organizations have and he's going to spend part of the summer up there with them and they that that is you know obviously a pro mentality look at so i mean we're going to wait and see from a draft standpoint what what's going to happen with him if he doesn't get drafted or go high enough he'll be he'll be back here uh let's see who else uh oh golly i'm trying to uh, oh, James Basham is committed to Young Harris Division Two, cool. and uh, he he should be a nice fit there. Uh, really, we've got right now we've got uh, on paper eighteen guys coming back, and a number of them are guys that we really didn't necessarily think were, and uh, uh, some of them are actually graduating guys that are going to come back and still, you know, from an athletic standpoint, still compete. So I think a, a number of them that would be getting recruited or hoping to come back and maybe up their ante a little bit. I mean, uh, Hayden Hunt, Logan Smith, uh, some of those guys uh, are looking to uh, increase their uh, their their opportunities, their viability to the next level. What about Lyndon Weaver? I see he's a sophomore. Is he coming he, back? No, he is not. He's uh, he's going on. He's being recruited by. I know Reinhardt and a couple others are on him really hard. Uh, he's still kind of weighing out what he wants. He's dealt with quite a bit uh, uh, personally in a family setting, mm-hmm. uh, some of that they, they dealt with. And uh, so he's still, I don't know, and his body's kind of breaking down a little bit. He's had a really, I mean, he's he's very beaten up. Uh, we've tried to find ways to keep him healthy and whatever because he's, He's kind of got. He's got an old man. He's got my body in a in a twenty two year old. It shouldn't be that way, but it's he's he's a little beat up. So hey, hopefully well, he'll get healthy and be able to keep going. Hey, it was impressive though. I mean, he he legged out a triple in that game yeah. on Saturday and a hustle double. I mean, you had to love that yeah. out of him. Oh yeah, he played, and I think that's part of the reason he's kind of beat up is he plays really really hard. Yeah, he plays, and I think it just he's had some, and I think you know from high school football and what I think he's just got some wear and tear that. Uh, uh, tends to affect him some so he's really he came in and talked to me about it i just don't know if i'm gonna keep going because it's just getting harder and i you know i, I think we can all relate to that at some point it's it, sometimes the body just uh starts telling you it's time to maybe change direction i can certainly understand that as i told you off the air with uh, the, the, the back injuries that i'm going through right now and I'd just quality of life. I don't even care about at this point being able to play competitive baseball again. I will switch to softball if I have to, 
But being able to play golf and work out and doing other things, traveling, it's just the quality of life. Sometimes you have to weigh that, and uh, that's very important. My last one for you, you mentioned recruiting, and you have got a lot of guys coming back. How does it make that difficult for you as a recruiter going into this offseason trying to recruit guys to come to your program and say, well, you know, we have a lot of guys coming back. I don't know if you're going to, you know, be able to start this year. You're really only going to be able to compete, the whole thing. How does it, how is the challenge of, of recruiting for you just kind of, I know it's very early in the offseason now, but how do you view that moving forward? Oh, we've, I mean, it, it really is. We've already got, I think, 15 signed or committed, and we're, there you we're, go. we're out on a number more. Now, we, you know, I mean, Greg, my philosophy here and in Texas when I was there is always we meet with these guys before they leave, the return, the guys that are coming back, and the last thing they hear from us is you you better be better than you are right now when you come back mm-hmm. because we are going to try to recruit over you. And uh, that's, I mean, the recruits that are coming in, we tell them, hey, there's guys coming back, but we would not be recruiting you if we did not think your talent was good enough to compete with those guys. And those guys coming back, they've got experience, and and that's all great. And that experience is going to help them as well as the talent. And then we're going to go out there, and we're going to spend a fall seeing does talent win out or does experience win out. And and either way, we end up winning in that deal. No doubt about it, Coach. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on this entire season. I really appreciate you taking the time every single Thursday and giving me the opportunity to to not only talk to you, but allow you to speak to the community and – to get to know your team a little bit more, and of course, getting an opportunity to go out there and, and, and broadcast some of your games over the weekends, man. It's been uh, it's been great getting to know you and having a conversation with you every single Thursday here on the show during your season. I wish it would have ended better for you. Um, I know it only ends really, really well for one team, but would have been nice to continue on here a little bit farther on in the season. But I just want to say thank you for all of the time that you've given me here on the show and the community and the listenership that we've had. Well, thank you, Greg. It's been a pleasure, and, and I appreciate your allowing uh, allowing us an opportunity to go out and, and, and speak to the program. And hopefully, it's a it's a long and fruitful relationship. And uh, hopefully, maybe uh, once you get that back under control, maybe we can go out and swing the stick sometime this time. Heck yeah, that would be great. Are we talking uh, the baseball stick? You going to throw me some of that BP, or Not, are we talking well, about golf? I'll throw you some BP if you want that. But I was talking <laughs> the golf stick. But I'll I'll be happy to throw you the let you get half. All right. I like that. I like that. I'm all for it, coach. And as long as you don't talk to me too much about your Cowboys, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> well, I, not during this show. We've still got a few months before I got to start doing that. Ugh, I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> coach, have a great off season. I'm, I'm sure we'll be in touch. And yeah, once we get the back figured out, I will hit you up and we'll, uh, we'll actually go out there and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll swing the stick a little bit. That sounds great, Greg. You take care and thanks again. Appreciate it. No problem. There he goes. Coach Dennis right here on the word with G Chattanooga State head baseball coach.